Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 20, and today we're talking about accountability. Accountability is one of the greatest gifts that we can give or receive as Christians. That's a pretty strong statement considering that many people avoid accountability altogether. Over the next few minutes, I hope to give you a new perspective and understanding on the subject of accountability. Listen to Romans chapter 14, verses 10 through 13. It says this, But you, why do you judge your brother? Or you again, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, To me every knee will bow, every tongue will confess to God. So then, each one of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let's not judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block in his brother's way or an occasion for falling. That's out of the W.E.B. version. This passage explains there will be a day when each of us stand before God and give an account of ourselves. This is true for believers and non-believers alike. Those who reject Jesus will stand before Him at the great white throne judgment, and believers will give an account at the Bema seat of Christ, which is mentioned in this passage I just read. We are also given the instruction not to judge others. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, don't judge me. Well, the whole topic of judging is misunderstood in our generation. It's okay to point out sin. It's okay to share what the Bible says about a topic. And it's okay to stand against poor behavior. Doing these things correctly isn't judging. Maybe I should do an episode on this whole topic of judging. If that's of interest to you, just let me know, and I may put that in the uh, roster of podcast episodes to do. Until the day when we stand before God's judgment, we are given the opportunity to judge ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11.31 says, But if we judge ourselves rightly, We shall not be judged. That's out of the NASB. We are also given the opportunity to grow and change. Consider this incredibly significant passage in 2 Timothy 2, verses 19-21 through out of the WEB version, or the web version as I call it. However, God's firm foundation stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from unrighteousness. Now, in a large house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of clay. Some are for honor and some for dishonor. 
If anyone, therefore, purges himself from these, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, and suitable for the master's use, prepared for every good work. This passage gives me great confidence that I can grow and become fruitful in the kingdom of God. But here's the catch. I can't do it alone. None of us can. We need each other. We need deep, honest, and open relationships where we can hold each other accountable, give encouragement. Without that, uh, it's really difficult to grow. We must understand that accountability between believers is not about passing judgment. In fact, if we approach accountability with a critical or judgmental attitude, we have missed its true purpose and value. Accountability is really a matter of us taking our walk with the Lord serious enough to ask other believers to assist us. I would like to share three aspects of accountability that all believers and especially ministers should understand and apply. The first one is this, accountability helps us grow. Listen to Hebrews chapter 10 verses 23 through 25. It says this, let's hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Let's consider how to provoke one another to love and good works, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the custom of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. Accountability is more than just asking someone how their walk with the Lord is. There are times when we need encouragement when we need to be warned about a temptation or something that we have overlooked in a situation. There are even times when we need to be confronted. This type of open, honest communication in a relationship changes us. It helps us deepen our walk with the Lord as well as our relationships with each other. A healthy accountability relationship will also help us discover and use our gifts, talents, and abilities. Think about the parable of the talents. My accountability partners know my heart is to take what God has entrusted to me and use it as effectively as I possibly can. They encourage me to use my gifts and, at times, help me to see new dimensions of my abilities or help me develop new skills. This is one of the ways the body of Christ is designed to function. We're to build ourselves up as each part does its job, as each part really works together to hold each other accountable, to encourage each other, to blend together, just like a family. This makes me remember David and Jonathan. Jonathan could see God's anointing on David and did everything he could to encourage and assist him. He wasn't jealous. He wasn't envious. He really did what he could to build David up, encourage him, and help him stay safe. The second thing I want us to see about accountability is that it gives us a degree of confidence. Listen to what Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 says. Brothers, even if a man is caught in some fault, 
You who are spiritual must restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, looking to yourselves so that you also aren't tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now that's out of the uh, W.E.B. version or the web version. Many times when the term accountability is used, people think about conflict or being punished. The reality is that Christian accountability is not really about punishment. It's about preventative measures and restorative measures. So really, we could say that Christian accountability is preventative and restorative in nature. Notice that the passage says we are to restore, we are to be gentle, and it warns that we are all vulnerable. When we really grab hold of this, it gives us confidence to move forward in ministry and to know that if we make a mistake, it's generally not the end of our ministry. Let me make an important side note. There are consequences and there is a process to restoration. We shouldn't be fooled into thinking that we can get away with anything, but we need to have the confidence that if we do make a mistake or stumble, there are people who will help restore us. Accountability helps us to be faithful. It helps us to know we are doing our best with what God has entrusted to us. This, in turn, allows us to keep growing personally as well as investing into the lives of others and ultimately the kingdom. The third and final thing I want to share about accountability is that it helps protect us. We generally take this for granted until we're in a position of needing others to help us. Our relationships, how open and how honest we are with them, and how much we allow others to speak into our lives has a great impact on how much they can actually help us if the need arises. This is true when we need encouragement, when we are tempted, or when we need something like a reference, or when we need someone to speak well of us. So here's the thing. If we want the benefits of honest and healthy accountability, we must see the need for it and how important it is. We must be vulnerable, humble, and teachable. Hey, thanks for listening, and I really appreciate you joining. Share the podcast with your friends, maybe some people that need to hear the topic and uh, just help us spread the word so that it can continue to grow and have a positive impact in the kingdom of God. And I will catch you next time.